Welcome to the Liz Career Coaching Podcast. My name is Liz Herrera and I am your host, career coach, and job search ally. People strive to find career happiness, purpose, and satisfaction and yet end up in a career path that does not align with their goals and overall purpose. If you are launching your career or ready for your next career move, this podcast will empower you to pave your path and take the action steps to get you where you need to be. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Liz Career Coaching Podcast. My name is Liz Herrera and I'm your host. If you've been following my show, you may have noticed that it's been some time since my last episode. Uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. I had initially planned to release a wrap-up episode before going on my summer hiatus, but I realized I needed a break much sooner than that. So after I recorded the Wheel of Life episode, I felt inspired to take some time off and do a little traveling with the hubby, which was a nice reset for both of us. Of course, as soon as I got back, I was ready to dive in into various work-related and coaching projects um, that have been on my radar. Uh, so in this time, I've also had the opportunity to connect with close friends, colleagues, and continue my work with coaching clients. And in having these interactions, um, I noticed that in many of my conversations, there was a common theme. And the common theme was around self-confidence, self-esteem, and self-doubt. And so I thought, I would like to wrap up my podcast, and maybe this is a good topic to discuss. And so today, I really want to dive into this, uh, especially for those of you who are currently experiencing uh, self-doubt and a lack of confidence, which human nature, we are, we all experience this at some point throughout our life and, and throughout our career. So my goal for today is to provide a boost of inspiration and empower you to overcome those thoughts of not being good enough and to reclaim your confidence. You know, I, I, I strongly believe that uh, no matter how accomplished we are or how many successes we've had, we all experience those moments of self-doubt. And oftentimes, our self-esteem takes a hit. We may feel like we're not as good as we thought, or we were, um, or that we're simply not worthy of, of those successes. And again, in these, you know, recent conversations that I've had, and in my own personal experience, these thoughts can, can stem from a number of reasons. It could be you know, a toxic work environment, or maybe you're experiencing a lack of recognition, or you have unrealistic expectations uh, for yourself, for whatever the, you know, the case may be. Again, in having some of these conversations, I just realized, I'm like, wow, the people that I'm, that I'm chatting with, that I'm having these conversations, that, that people are experiencing these feelings, I see them and I see them as they're trailblazers, they're change makers, they're strong leaders. They're overall badasses. And in these moments of self-doubt, they're not recognizing their incredible gifts and contributions. And so again, I feel like today as, you know, I'm kind of using my platform to, to just share a little bit of inspiration that I know that I, I often need 
and I looked to others for it. I thought, let me share this with you. Um, being a career coach and a job search ally, I'm here to remind you that, that you are more than enough. And so the first thing that I want you to do is to step outside of yourself and really think about and recognize the qualities, the skills, the strengths, and those unique attributes that make you who you are. It is so easy to get caught up in the negative self-talk. It's so easy to get caught up in comparing ourselves to others. But it's so important to acknowledge your own worth. Uh, And that way you can start to shift your perspective when you're experiencing these feelings. So if you are currently going through the job search process, you may be encountering situations where you're not hearing back from recruiters or you're receiving those rejection emails. And it's so hard not to take that personal. I definitely understand that. Or you may be in a work environment where you are bending over backwards for your organization. You're making sacrifices and yet you're not feeling recognized. Maybe you're being overworked and you're not compensated for your work or you just don't feel valued. All of those things really take a toll and an impact in the way that we feel uh, about ourselves. And so, again, these experiences can impact our self-esteem and our confidence. However, it's crucial not to let these setbacks define your worth. So as you embark on your current goals, whether that is securing a new job, asking for a raise, making a career pivot, or going back to school, I encourage you to take a pause and reflect on your journey. Remember that you've always started somewhere, but you've managed to make a comeback. You've overcome challenges. Remember that every rejection, every setback is an opportunity for growth. I want you to remind yourself of those challenges you have already overcome as a professional or when you were a student uh, in your personal life. And I think it's important for us to use lessons learned, right? We, we, this is part of our toolkit. Use these lessons learned to move forward. I understand this is easier said than done, but I think there are some strategies that can help when we're experiencing these feelings of self-doubt, these strategies that can help boost our confidence. I always say that it's so important to surround yourself with a support system of friends, colleagues, and mentors who can remind you of your greatness, who can remind you of your strengths, which can help you stay focused on your goals. I I can honestly say that I'm so grateful for some of my friends who are also my mentors and my colleagues and who are my cheerleaders. And they always see the best in me and things that I don't even see in myself. And I truly believe that it takes, you know, sometimes this external perspective to see to see our own internal worth. And so here's some strategies. I, I uh, thought about these six things that I wanted to talk about and share with you. And the first one, I talk about this a lot in, in some of my other episodes too, is to practice self-compassion. You want to talk to yourself as you would uh, to a friend, right? So if you are talking to a friend that is experiencing self-doubt, what would you say to them? And I know I like to always you know, help people focus on their accomplishments, no matter how small. And you always want to be mindful 
as to how you are speaking to yourself. You know, when a loved one or, or a, a good friend, if they share their fears and uncertainties, how do you respond? You offer words of encouragement, understanding, and you remind them of their strengths. The other strategy that I know I've used uh, are self-affirmations. They're a great exercise. If you have never tried these, I highly recommend doing self-affirmations. I know it can feel a little strange, uh, but it can be really, really helpful and insightful. If you need uh, guidance exploring this particular type of exercise, I recommend checking out Affirmation Pod by Josie Ong. I will add her uh, information in the show notes, but I've definitely tapped into her podcast a number of times when I've needed that that boost of confidence. It's it's very helpful, and I I, I like to call it uh, as a retreat for your soul. So practicing self compassion. Number two is challenging that negative self talk. Uh, if you listen to the episode, uh, the imposter syndrome episode that I that I worked on with Dr. Adriana Sanchez, she talks about this a lot. So I'd recommend referring to that episode if you know if you're experiencing feelings of imposter phenomenon. I think it's so easy to get in our own way and self sabotage and experiencing these moments of negative self talk. But when we are experiencing these things, we need to recognize when that little voice creeps in to distract us and make us think that we are not good enough or that we're that we're you know that we're destined to fail. So when this happens, we have to stop and listen and recognize that these thoughts are not productive and they're simply not true. And once we stop and think, then we can go ahead and replace them with these positive affirmations and remind yourself of your past successes and the value that you bring. So that's something that I really learned from that episode with Dr. Sanchez because I definitely call myself, you know, saying things, oh, I don't think, well, you don't really know, or, you know, what are you talking about? Or do you really understand this? And it's like, no, come back. <laughs> so that has really been um, a helpful exercise. Number three, learn to manage and navigate negative nellies and doubters. We all encounter situations where we're surrounded by negative energy, whether it's a colleague at work or even a family member. While the ideal situation would be to avoid these people altogether, sometimes we find ourselves in situations where we have to collaborate, we have to work with these people, maybe prove ourselves uh, or simply be in their presence. So I believe that it is inevitable to have some of these negative Nellies and uh, doubters in, in our presence. You know, I've personally experienced my fair shares, uh, or rather my fair share of encounters uh, with negative Nellies and, and people doubting my abilities well, throughout my life and, and throughout my career. And whenever I have these encounters, and I'm sure you, you've ex experienced this as well. After having these conversations, for me, I, I just find myself feeling drained and many times even questioning my own potential. But after, you know, you have life experiences and after much observation and eye-opening realization, I recognize that there are just some people out there that are just seeking opportunities to point out faults, and so-called weaknesses of, of other people. That's just what they do. Or they just don't recognize the impact of their words. 
And so not that people are trying to be malicious, but they're just doing them. And, you know, we can't control their actions and, and we don't know what what they're dealing with, right? They're dealing with their own stuff. And so we have to take control of, of our own narrative and, and not let other people's thoughts uh, and negative energy affect us. So I think that we can really equip ourselves with some strategies to maintain our own positivity and, and mental well-being. And I understand that this can be challenging, but uh, again, I've used these strategies and, and they, they have definitely been helpful. Uh, so again, while we can't control the actions or attitudes of those around us, we can control the way that we respond to things. And so some strategies to keep in mind is when you're in, in these types of conversations, you know, avoid oversharing. Don't divulge too much personal information. Don't give people ammunition. Uh, maybe don't share vulnerable aspects of your life. Try to keep your conversations light and focusing on neutral topics, right? So you can, you can minimize the opportunity for negativity. Mentally prepare when you're going to interact with some of these individuals and remind yourself of your own worth, strengths, and accomplishments. Don't take, don't take things personal because people are dealing with their own uh, insecurities and, and self-doubt. And, you know, I, I do admit that it is challenging to not feel deflated when you are dealing with your own self-doubt, but then you get it from others as well. So these are just some things to, to keep in mind when, when knowing that you're going to be dealing with individuals and just being prepared uh, those of you who listen to me, you know I'm a storyteller <clears throat> and I am always looking for ways to find inspiration and, and I find inspiration from, from people in general. And so, uh, a recent moment of inspiration was I, uh, I recently watched the Michael J. Fox documentary still and it is so inspirational in so many levels. You have to definitely check it out. But for the purposes of today's topic, one part stood out to me that I was not aware of because I'm a big Michael J. Fox fan. So many, many of us remember Michael J. Fox, right? He was a heartthrob of the 80s. I know I had posters of him on my wall. Uh, and, you know, while his breakthrough role was uh, Alex Keaton in Family Ties, he also had his doubters early on in his career and it turns out that one of the show's executives originally expressed uh, his disapproval and he was reluctant to cast Michael J. Fox in that role. But despite, you know, the initial disapproval that he encountered and other adversities, uh, Michael J. Fox did a screen test and displayed his natural charismatic talent. You know, he showed up, he was his authentic self and he proved people wrong. And of course, we know he became a very, very successful actor. And so there are so many stories like this. And, you know, despite being faced with skepticism and doubt, we have to believe in ourselves and, and in our strengths. And so I thought I would share that, that uh, boost of inspiration. Well, at least I was inspired by that. Number four, embrace failure as a learning opportunity. I think we are, a lot of times we have that fear of a failure. But instead of letting failures 
or you know when we experience experience these these uh, setbacks, we have to define our self worth, and again view these as lessons learned, view them as opportunities for growth and improvement. You know, think about what went wrong. You know, we all make make mistakes. We fail. That's part of learning. That's part of being a human being. What were those lessons learned and and how can you apply them uh, to future situations? So again, this is part of your toolkit. We're human and it is okay to fail. Experiencing failure is something that you can use to boost your resilience and your overall self-confidence. Number five, stay current, keep learning, take the time to invest in your professional development and always keep learning. You know, colleague and I, we always talk about how we never arrive, right? Things are always constantly changing, you know, right now everything's, everybody's talking about AI, you know, challenge yourself to step out of your comfort zone. There are a ton of free opportunities or things that, you know, obviously you can invest in, but attend workshops, seminars, online courses that are, are that are relevant to your field or, or things that pique your interests and curiosities. The more that you invest in your professional growth, the more confident you are going to be in your areas of expertise or just, again, investing in that growth. Definitely believe that learning can really boost your your self-confidence. And of course, it can help in so many other ways, which I'm not going to, to get into, but um, I guess the message here is that, that, that consistent drive and motivation to learn. Last but not least, number six, focus on your strengths. And, and that might be easier said than done, uh, or, or some people might think that they're you know focusing on their skills, but strengths is beyond having a skill set right? This is innate. Believe it or not, but you have incredible talents that are unique to you and you have to learn to embrace and leverage them. I'm going to say that again. You have to learn to embrace your strengths. I think a lot of times people don't recognize the value of what it is they actually bring to the table. And so you have to take the time to unveil what those strengths are and nurture them and develop them. And so unveiling your strengths, it really does require self-awareness. It's important to take the time to identify what makes you exceptional. And a lot of times it can help by talking to people, right? If uh, You can reflect on some of your past achievements, those past accomplishments, what strengths are in motion when achieving these proud moments? What are your moments of flow? When are you in the zone? When do you receive positive feedback from, from others? These can serve as valuable clues to uncovering those strengths. When you tap into your strengths, this allows for your confidence to grow as you become better at what you do. If you need some guidance and support in uncovering those unique strengths, uh, you know I am a strengths-based career coach and a, a tool that I like to use with my clients and my students is Gallup's Clifton Strengths Assessment. 
it's a great starting point that many strength-based career coaches use. So, you know, I encourage you to take the assessment. Again, it's called Clifton Strengths. But not just taking the assessment, you really have to talk to someone about it to really, you know, uncover what each theme means to you, to your unique story. And, you know, if you're interested in working with me, I'd love to talk to you about Clifton Strengths. Uh, or again, you can, uh, you know, you can work with a, a variety of career coaches, but Clifton Strengths is a great starting point. You can always email me, contact me if you're interested in learning more. All right, so these are my six ways to boost your self-confidence and overcome self-doubt if, if that's what you're currently experiencing. Remember that the journey to self-confidence is a lifelong process. I believe it is human nature to experience moments of self-doubt, but it's important for us to be equipped with tools and strategies to navigate through them. We want to keep our eye on the prize. We cannot allow these moments to paralyze us, but instead, let's challenge those limiting beliefs so that we can move forward. Well, I hope that I was able to offer a dose of inspiration today. Uh, I welcome any ideas and suggestions for future topics. I will be going on hiatus and I will be returning in the fall. But I have a lot of fantastic episodes where I've interviewed a lot of incredible people that have been willing to share their gifts. So please uh, make sure to check out those episodes if you are new to my podcast or share them with people who you feel might benefit from some of the topics. You can email me at lizcareercoaching at gmail.com. You can find me on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. Feel free to, to nudge me. Have an amazing summer. And until next time, this is Liz Herrera, your career coach and job search ally. Bye.